Joined now, let's go back to the studio. Tim Lacombe, what's your thoughts on this one? I thought, like we, what you guys said, I thought that was a, a very high-level high game. Um, Jazz definitely hung, hung around, just found ways to hang around. Got, uh, you know, Donovan was, was terrific coming down the stretch, making great play after great play. And, um, but it was just, a, that's a good team. They, they, they won the game kind of in a, a different way. They, they really attacked mid-range. Jazz did a good job of not putting them on the line, but they made tough shots. I, I, you know, I, I know the Jazz gave up a number, um, and the defensive rating won't be great. But I, there were a couple breakdowns on Hero. Uh, but beyond that, like I thought, Miami made some really tough shots in the mid ranges, which is where the Jazz, you know, they're going to contest, but they're not going to com- completely sell out to it. I thought the Miami. I thought it was interesting to watch was really how much defensive trouble. Miami caused Utah, and I, I think there was an awareness on the coaching staff that that could have been the case because of the different amount of combinations that they run, and if you think about it, Ron, we usually go to shoot around and we know, okay, well, if it's this guy, we're doing this, and if it's this guy, we're doing that, and that's, most teams, that's how you're able to game plan, but they run so many different variations you could really, you could really freeze your kind of. You you could freeze the brain of all your guys trying to get them to understand every one of these coverages. Not a playoff series, maybe, but on a shoot on a one hour shoot around, you can't really do that. Yeah, you can overwhelm guys with with so much that you know it just goes in one end out the other, but for the most part. But uh, the big thing I, I I got out of this morning was that. And, and we saw what Butler was able to do going back door and how they just wanted to make sure that they they uh, they stayed behind them and, and to the point to, uh, they kept Butler in front of them. Uh, and the times that they didn't do it, he took advantage of it. I thought I just I thought ahead. right I thought right down down the stretch particularly where you know when they needed a bucket and we knew this would be the case. Um, you know I talked about in the pregame. These two teams mirror each other in a lot of different ways. But Butler and Donovan are the closers on each team. And, man, Butler made some big-time plays down the stretch, too. Here's two numbers for you that you mentioned, Tim. Miami goes 12 of 22 on short mid-range shots and goes 10 of 16 on long twos. Shoots 63% on long twos tonight. 22 of 38 on on twos that were not in restricted area twos. For six or fifty-eight percent, that's pretty unusual. Yeah, and I was telling you know I've got I've got Alex Carey here with me tonight. Jake's uh, I don't know Jake's He's out off. getting R and R, not barbecue, something. but rest and relaxation. But I was we telling Alex like having Alex around. Yeah, really, appreciate let's it. tell the truth. Uh, but Alex was actually we were talking at halftime, and he talked about uh, you know I told him that this is uh, you know an opportunity right here where the Jazz can try to turn this thing um, you know based on. Seen a, seen a scheme that's given them trouble in the past, and I thought they did attack it better. Well, but they also, and, and Tim disagrees, says the defense was a lot better than we might say, but David, your numbers uh, obviously say that this yeah, is... I thought the, def- the defense actually was having... A tough time, a really tough time. One of the really worst nights time. we've seen in years, actually. Well, I, would, I know by the number, and, and, but I'm telling you, sitting here watching it get play after play out, we contested the shot. We, they made tough shots, and, I, and I'll be curious to hear what Quinn says, too. Here's the one I think is most important. If you're actually, so if you're a Jazz fan, here's the number that actually is the most important number of the night. 
the Jazz offensive rating in the half court tonight against a switching defense was a 122. That's a great sign. That, that, the, the important thing for the Utah Jazz is the entire league knows, has a model by which they want to guard the Jazz, and that is to switch and play them in that fashion. And for the Jazz to answer it that well is a really positive sign. So that's great. That, that it, it, you know, for the well-being and long-term of the season, that's pretty awesome. Well, it's one of the last. Uh, it's 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 one of the best defensive teams in the in the whole NBA, and so uh, two of the best defensive teams in the NBA uh, fighting it out tonight. So it was uh, it was a fun one to watch, and uh, it's good to hear from you guys. So we appreciate it. We'll take it over from here. We're going to go to uh, the break, our first break here in the post game as we get you ready here. Uh, we'll come back. More to go right here on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Alex Curie, Tim Lacombe, stay right here with us. All right, everybody, welcome back. It is post-game right here on Jazz Game Night, uh, brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Uh, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign, Alex Curie, Tim Lacombe here breaking things down uh, at the post-game. You heard the final. The Jazz lose 118-115 down in Miami. Uh, we sat here the whole second half, especially that stretch, Tim, of the – of the. <laughs> there was that stretch with probably about four or five minutes left in the fourth quarter where we went, well, this is going to end pretty quick, and they're going to be down 22 by the end of it all. End up losing by three with a shot at the end to put a three in to tie it. So basketball's funny like that. Uh, give it to take it away. Runs happen. Uh, the NBA especially is a game of runs, and they will happen at lightning quick, and that's exactly what we saw tonight. Yeah, and I loved your, you know, as, as it was kind of coming to the, to the end, you said, so interesting always to see the Jazz be able to go on this run after being stuck in mud for, you know, part of the second half. And it is it, momentum's a funny thing, but it takes maybe a steal here, execution there, or a loss of focus, perhaps even on the other team's uh, side. So uh, a lot of different things could go on. But I do love the fact that the Jazz hung around. You know, it could have been easy to get blown there by twenty and subbed everybody out and and regrouped, but they stayed right with it and had a chance there to tie the game at the end. I'm looking at the line. I'm looking at the numbers here, and just kind of first blush reaction is you see the 37 points from Donovan Mitchell in the 37 minutes. That's exceptional, right? Uh, but at the same time, you see Rudy Gobert, who normally has a night that's more along his career averages against Bam Adebayo, uh, a Bam Adebayo team, or they took him out of this game. I mean, is that deliberate, or is it just one of these things where he didn't get that many shots? Their game tonight seemed to be just hovering around that three-point line, and and uh, it took him a while to get back into it, but but Rudy with eight points and eight rebounds, playing 29 minutes. I, I'm trying to figure out if this is a, a, a an exceptional way that they were able to figure out Rudy, or, or or how they dealt with the big man that he wasn't able to have a very good night. I think there were a couple different things. I think number one, you know, and we've talked about this, Miami had a, a good offensive night, so there weren't as many misses out there, right? Um, they shot 60% from the field. So just by virtue of the number of rebounds that are going to be available, there's a little bit less. Uh, Rudy himself, I thought maybe was, um, you know, neutralized because Miami did a good job of switching in their, you know, their switch. They put a smaller guy on him, but they protected him, almost like you'd see in defense where uh, a safety comes over, you know, to bracket a receiver. And that's almost the way they received Rudy's roles. And it took the, the Jazz a while to adjust to that. And so um, I, I think it was a game plan thing by Miami. I think that they really try, 
wanted to try to limit uh, Rudy's touches and know that the Jazz have struggled in the past with switching defenses. This is obviously one of those games that uh, it ended how exactly how we wanted this game to go. And I think uh, that Booner said something that was, you know, that, look, whoever wants to complain about a loss, fine. But this is a great basketball game. It had a lot of everything, right? When you talk about uh, – it certainly didn't have a ton of defense. <laughs> there was there were parts where – and I – and we were watching the whole game where hands are in faces – and those shots are still going down. The 12 for 16 or the 10 for 16 from the long two-point shots on the evening and the short shots uh, that are mid-range, that, that's mid-range, that mid-range game. I think that that's the, the model that people are looking at to, to take the Jazz on. We talked about that during the game as well. Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way. I mean, Chicago did that with DeRozan the other night in the, in the game that the Jazz lost. So I, I think it may be you know, an area that they feel like, hey, we can't get to the rim against Gobert. Uh, and they, the Jazz as a team, do such a good job of running guys off the line that our best bet maybe is to attack that mid-range. And um, certainly there was a, a ton of success had in the mid-range tonight. 47% of, um, of Miami shots were taken in the mid-range, and that's just that's a really, really high number. And it's deliberate, and it's what Jimmy Butler kills everybody on. And uh, so you don't have to go to the three-pointer if you're shooting 60% from everywhere else uh, on top of it. But the three-pointers did drop for Miami as well. So uh, Hero is absolutely that for his team. I mean, if you can't get a hand in his face, that that running three that he'll take is killer because uh, if you're not back totally on defense, then they're just gonna, he's going to jump that. He's going to run down that floor and do exactly what the Jazz do to them. With everybody else, which is run down, take an immediate three, and they'll take it. That's exactly how Donovan has had success with this. And it, had, it ended up being successful for the Jazz toward the end of the game, but uh, not enough toward the end. At 118-115 was the final. We're going to uh, take our first break. We've got more to, to talk about, more to come back and chat about. I want to get to some of those numbers, uh, Tim, on the, on, on the percentage shooting night that the Miami Heat had. They were exactly that, massively hot. And uh, it was just it was one of those games for the Utah Jazz where – a little bit too little, too late, but uh, it was a fun one to watch at the end here. So we're going to take a break from uh, our affiliates there on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Say goodbye to our network stations. Our next broadcast is going to be tomorrow as the Jazz uh, stay on the road on an East Coast swing against the Orlando Magic. That's going to be a 3 p.m. pregame on your Utah Jazz Radio Network, and we'll, uh, and we'll continue there. For the rest of you sticking around, we'll have uh, more sound from coaches, players coming up next right here on our postgame here brought to you by Mark Subaru. Our Mark Miller Subaru, but with the My Subaru Is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse. Each one has a unique story to share. Read some of those stories and also share some of your own at MySubaruIs.com. More to go right here on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Catch and shoot three. Pow! The clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Post Game Show. Ingles underhand scoop to Conley. Back out to Joe. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim LaCole. Welcome back. It's Jazz Game Night. Post game right here brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Alex Curie, Tim Lacombe here in the studio. Mark Miller Subaru, of course, a great sponsor featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Go see those stories at markmillersubaru.com and share them at mysubaruis.com. Tim, Jazz Fall 118-115, and the numbers bear out like this. I'm just going to throw some of these out. 
60 percent from from the field goal field goal percentage from the heat is 60.3 from three-pointer they make 11 of 21 they didn't take the jazz are the ones who take the million three-pointers they they attempted 45 made 15 so they're at a third of the rate there so they're 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 33 percent exactly of shooting those uh, three-pointers the the heat were 52.4 from three and at some point i i want to know how much of it is just shooting hot versus uh not getting the defense into the spot where it needs to be, bad switches, et cetera, which I I love listening to these or watching these games with you. Because we'll hear the call, and then we'll watch it on TV, and you'll go, watch what happens here. I bet they miss a switch. And sure enough, there were a handful of times the Jazz miscommunicate on defense, and that ends up being three-pointers a lot of times if you get the ball in the hands of a guy like, like Hero, who made so many of them tonight. Yeah, it was disappointing that Hero had the night he did. I think, you know, we talked about the X factor, and I think that that was real. Um, you know, if you compare what Clarkson was able to do, he was three for nine, one for six, seven points. Um, and Hero in 34 minutes really got loose and he got eight threes and he got good threes with his feet set. And yes, you know, a couple of them was just lack of attention. Um, uh, uh, not talking on a switch, um, maybe trying to go under something when you got to trail him and make him curl. So yeah, that, that's one thing that's, that, I would probably be frustrated with because you certainly know what you're going to get. Um, like you said, they only took 21 threes, the heat. Uh, he took eight of them and, you know, he, he was the guy you really have to worry about out there. He's a guy that was, you know, that, that's been hot and certainly can change. The he game took eight threes, made six of them. Certainly jazz fans are familiar with a stat line like that. They'll see it periodically from Joe Ingles or, or even from yeah. Jordan Clarkson. And, and that was the type of night that, uh, you know, when you have that night, when, Boyan Bogdanovich goes, you know, six for six for nine from three and has 31 points. And you go, man, bogey showed up. That was this night for Tyler Hero. It happens. And it definitely you, you can't look and go, well, I mean, Jimmy Butler did what Jimmy Butler does every game, had 27 points and six assists. And he was in my mind that that was the guy who Donovan had a game high, 37 points. Uh, Butler has tw- like the most utilitarian 27 point effort. I mean, the guy dished the ball around. But he also was just picking apart that defense. He took only the shots that he knew he was likely going to get. Yeah, eleven for fifteen. I mean, just a workmanlike, <laughs> workmanlike job by by a guy that I love. I just I love watching him play. I think that his, you know, I think his approach early on was maybe misunderstood. But I think certainly in Miami, this team has rallied around him. I think they they. There's so much respect there. The other guys don't want to let him down. And, um, you know, what he does on a nightly basis there for a team that's good, you know, that's making a difference is, is uh, it speaks volumes about what Jimmy Butler's value is. Jazz fall to seven and two on the season. The Heat are now uh, improved to seven and two. Uh, Jazz still uh, holding uh, that, that lead there in the West. And, uh, you know, it's one of those games, uh, again, coach. So I think we looked at on the schedule and we were excited about it. It ended exactly how we wanted it to, which was close. You didn't want to see that 15 or 18 point lead stay that way till the very end. And, and the Jazz showed why they're likely going to be in a conversation when it comes playoff time to give teams a run for their money. I mean, this is a it was a really really good night toward the end. You go 20 to four run at the very end of the game. The Heat were kind of coasting, and the Jazz took advantage. Yeah, and that's what veteran guys do. That's what tough minded guys do. I think I think there's there is a win in that tonight, Alex. They. You know, I've seen years before where a game like this, you know, about seven minutes to go, everybody throws their arms up and, hey, we're we're done, right? The Jazz were down 13, I think, at that point. Um, 
but they, they just continue to fight and rally. I think that that is, that's the win that comes out of tonight is the way they finish the game. Quinn Snyder rocking the sweet yellow, uh, Rocking the sweet yellow uh, Rolex there at the uh, table there. Uh, uh, I think we should take a break here and we'll come back and we'll get uh, all of Quinn's comments here as he wraps things up. But we'll uh, we'll come back. We've got more to go here on our postgame wrap-up on Jazz Game Night right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. When we return, we've got more for you. It's the postgame right here brought to you by uh, Mark Miller Subaru. The My Subaru Is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Subaru, Mark Miller Subaru customers. So why don't you go... Read some of those stories for yourself. Add one for yourself as well. MySubaruIs.com. More to go right here. 97.5-1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. It is Jazz Game Night right here on 97.5-1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Alex Curie. Tim Lacombe here with you. Uh, so many more things to get to. We've got the coach we're going to get to in just a second here. Uh, our postgame, of course, brought to you as always by... Uh, Mark Miller Subaru featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories. Go check it out uh, from real Subaru customers. MarkMillerSubaru.com is where you can learn more about those stories and also find a Subaru for yourself. MarkMillerSubaru.com. Uh, let's dip in right now. Coach Quinn Snyder just finished up at the podium. Here's what he had to say. Post the 118-115 loss to the uh, Miami Heat down in Miami. Take a listen. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far as like, you know, the word victory involved in the sentence. But I do think, um, I said this, you know, competition makes you better, and obviously, you know, they're they showed it all, all year. They're, you know, playing as well as anybody, if not the best in the league, um, and I think. You know, there's things we'll be able to take from this game, you know, and use to get better. I think we saw that as the game went on. Um, that said, you know, part of this is being able to, you know, to play a certain way the whole game. And, uh, but the, 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 I mean, I was, I thought the way that we competed, um, you know, especially late when it, it would have been easy to just, you know, to, to cave. Um, and they, they executed well and made made a lot of shots, um, and they do that because they're got a good team and they're you know a heck you know a great coach. So um, you know for us, again, I think these types of games you, you hopefully you, you learn about yourself and and how to play and how to play against a certain style of play. Can't hear you, Tony. To, to generate, what did they do defensively they to generate? Well, I think for one thing, transition defense, you know, being able to throw the ball, you know, they, we, we were back, but not back quite enough. I thought, you know, those, you know, those plays are, you know, are tough to, to overcome when you're giving up. Um, in transit, those are deflating plays, especially after make. So, you know, and then, you know, some breakdowns off defensively. And when you play against, 
you know, against a really good team, you know, just it's took me to concentrate through an entire possession. And, you know, there were a lot of possessions where we really guarded and they made some, they made some shots too. So you, you can't, you know, take that away from them. So, like I said, though, it's, we'll be able to look at it. And there's things that I don't think there was any one thing that, you know, that we didn't do well, that, you know, caused some breakdowns and we probably look at certain possessions and, but that's, you know, that's what defense is. It's collective. Uh, but as I said, I, I thought our defense improved as the game progressed. Um, and I thought we were good defensively in the fourth quarter and we you know, had 31 points. So, you know, give them credit for the way that they played. Um, you know, Donovan Mitchell's been going pretty good. And, you know, having the ball in his hands, you know, turning, that he had a clean look. Um, you know, it's an opportunity for you to rebound. Um, you know, so any time it's late in the game like that, you know, if you get a clean look. And so, you know, there, there's, there's multiple options off of play. They guard one, don't guard another one. Um, you take what you can get. And, um, you know, you saw Donovan make that shot through the course of the game. You know, you're, you're not going to get a wide open look in that situation unless there's just a significant breakdown. So you, you, know, you got a guy that's what has put up 37 points, came off it hard. We thought we executed well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think. You know, particularly this group, and this is a good time for me really to address it because, um, you know, we've had Joe finish a game. Um, I think instead of Boyan, so to speak, um, we've had Jordan finish a game. He doesn't usually finish. We have Hassan finish the game. That's going to be the case for us. You know, I pulled Mike off the table um, during his, you know, rotation. So, um, our team has been consistent with the groups, the way they've played. But I think anytime you see a group that's performing at a high level, um, you know, you, unless there's fatigue or maybe a matchup changes or the, or the game dictates it, that that's, I think that's who we are. And <clears throat> that's a hard thing for a player at times, but it's absolutely the right thing. You know, everybody wants to play. Um, but Hassan came in and gave us, you know, really good minutes. So um, not so much. It's usually not so much about someone else doing something, you know, less than, you know, it's about, I don't know that I took, should have taken Jordan out, you know, the other night against Atlanta either. So um, sometimes there's games like that. And my, my guess would be for us that, you know, that, that can happen, you know, and I think that happens when, You've got players that can play and teams play you different ways. And, you know, depending on a team or a matchup, you know, there's games that other guys can be more effective in at times. You know, Royce is, I think, you know, we, we talk about talent and we usually talk about it in terms of a skill. Um, and it's a talent to play as consistently hard as he does throughout the course of the game. You know, when, when you watch, 
he runs every possession. I, I don't, uh, if you, if you boil it down and you think about it think about how focused you have to be to do that. And because he's running and spacing, you know, he, he's getting looks, you know, what was he from three to nine, three for four, you know, that's a function first of his effort and, you know, and then being ready to shoot, he's playing with confidence. And we, you know, even if, even if he's 0 for 4, you know, the, the competitiveness that he gives us um, over the course of the game, you know, with respect to different matchups defensively, you know, keeping balls alive on the glass, I think, you know, that, that to me is, that's, that's talent. And, you know, he's a unique player in that regard. And, you know, I think he embraces it. Um, you know, like a lot of our guys, I still remember the game where I, put Royce in because we were in Washington and basically he was showing that and he was showing defense and was like, this is what we need from that position. And he's continued to become a better offensive player. First, it was him making more shots. Um, I think you see him going to the rim. Um, he's finishing better. Um, he's become a better passer in the lane, particularly when he plays off of two feet and he's under control. And those are things he works on every day. So you know, I think it's something that you know, our program takes a lot of pride in, you know, the, and, and Royce is a good example. There's a number of them. Um, a few of them aren't playing here anymore. Um, but again, to circle back, um, you know, I, I guess the two, the two things go together, just the effort and the competitiveness, you know, that, that, that work ethic, if, if it applied consistently over time, you'll become a better player in a lot of other ways too. What about those you guys and other teams around the league? I think it, some of it depends upon your personnel um, and how people are, how people are playing you. Um, you know, that's something Miami does very well because they've got a couple players that um, you know, can really slip out of screens and create um a level of hesitation or confusion that allows them to attack. They've got um, Jimmy, obviously, they can create a mismatch that way if the team is switching. So that small, small screening um, can be effective, and it can be effective in conjunction with five, you know, with a big screening as well. Um, so I just any any time, you know, offensively, you, you can create an advantage a certain way. You know, that's something you'll see people do, but I. I think it's something teams work on. Coach Quinn Snyder there in the uh, loss to the Miami Heat tonight. Uh, 118-115 was the final. Uh, I guess you always look for the positive stuff there, uh, Coach, when you, when, you, when you see some of the things that happened. He brought up about how Donovan took advantage of everything they gave him tonight. Donovan had an exceptional night, 37 points, and he did exactly what guys of his caliber of play are supposed to do, which was – Hey, if they leave a spot open, then that shot's going to be taken, and he made most of them. So game high 37 for Donovan. And then on the flip side, it's about shutting the doors that were open on the flip side, and that's where, uh, you know, uh, Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, able to take advantage, and and that's where things have to get buttoned up. But uh, Quinn gets his guys pretty good about flushing losses like this and moving straight on, which they have to do because they play Orlando tomorrow. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of time to sulk. <laughs> there's uh... – you know, a plane waiting and, and heading to the next spot. So I think that the, you know, the Jazz, it, it, they did a, a lot of really good things tonight, and, and I think Quinn pointed those out. One 
area he pointed out the Jazz were not very good in, and it was transition defense. Um, you know, we saw some of those threes from Hero come from transition. Uh, that's an area the Jazz have been pretty darn good in this year. Uh, a little slippage there, something they'll have to address. Uh, but, you know, you look at that transition's almost like special teams. You, you, you shore up the defense, you attack offensively, uh, and then you don't give up e- easy things in transition. And unfortunately tonight, uh, the Jazz were hurt there a little bit. It's something Quinn pointed out that they'll get better at. Uh, master of the glass tonight. Couple of players leading the Jazz with rebounds. It was both uh, Hassan Whiteside and uh, and uh, Rudy Gobert with eight rebounds apiece to uh, get our Master of the Glass from Safeline Auto Glass, the local vehicle glass expert, ready for another great year of basketball. Proud to be the preferred Auto Glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safeline Auto Glass also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safeline's going to donate five bucks to the United Way of Utah for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader. Uh, we're going to take another break post game right here on the Jazz Game Night brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Go take a look at their website, read the stories of real Subaru owners, and share your own at mysubaruis.com. Uh, well, we've got more to go here. We've got a couple things. We've got Donovan Mitchell. I think we're going to have Royce O'Neal. We'll get to Royce right after this. Stay right here with us on the on the uh, Jazz Radio Network and also on uh, 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. It's Jazz Game Night brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru post game show right here. Alex Curie filling in for Jake Scott, who's uh, out and about on uh, a little mini vacation. Well deserved. Tim Lacombe, the coach, sitting across from me. Uh, we've got a lot still to get through here. All brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Uh, and of course, their, their, uh, their My Subaru is campaign. Real stories, real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story. MarkMillerSubaru.com. Go check it out. Uh, in the meantime, uh, before we get to Royce O'Neill, Points on the paint numbers. Uh, I'm. I was looking at this one, and I'm. I'm. I'm trying to figure out exactly. Uh, you know how how things how things go with this with this Tim because I you know we roll out the points in the paint, but but uh, on a night like tonight, uh, it wasn't a fantastic it wasn't a fantastic uh, go for the Jazz in the paint, and so uh, your thoughts on how the Jazz did versus the uh, the, the Miami Heat in the paint and uh, getting things done and scoring some points there. Well, you know what? It was a uh, it was a difficult task tonight for the Jazz to get stops in the mid range. They actually scored the ball pretty well in the paint. Um, you know, they were pretty definitive getting to the, the the middle of the floor, and Donovan made a lot of hay kind of in and around the paint. But it really was their inability to get stops in that mid range. The 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 Heat really played to that strength. They shot forty seven percent of their shots from there. So it was definitely a game yeah. plan thing. And the Jazz were just, I mean, they, they, they in total points on the paint, the Jazz uh, had the Heat beat 52 to 48 uh, on the night. But again, it's all that stuff just outside the elbow. People hitting the, you know, those, those mid range jumpers that were killing the, the Jazz tonight. And so uh, the points on the paint. But Rudy, again, eight points on the night. They really neutralized him, Alex. That was the biggest, that was the biggest, uh, my, in, that was the biggest impact on the game, I thought. Now the points on the paint brought to you uh, by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1 800 Go Serta. Or visit certapro.com. That's Serta with a C. Serta Pro Painters, proven and trusted experts in painting. Let's get out to Royce O'Neill at the podium in the post game and hear what uh, Royce had to say. Uh, I mean, we knew. I, I mean, first half, you know, the physicality kind of like took us off balance or out of what we wanted to do. So we knew we had to match that coming in the second half. And then it was really just us, you know, playing more force, 
attacking the basket more, you know, spacing, finding guys for open shots, and then knocking down and playing defense too. You know, we let we had some mishaps, you know, as a team, but you know, the second half I feel like we picked it up. So great shot, really well from the really well from three. You guys feel like uh, I mean, we had, a, you know, you know, transition buckets that you can't give up, you know, offensive rebounds that can't give up, you know, open shots. Um, so, I mean, you know, credit to them, you know, they shot well. I mean, we got to make it tough for them, you know, anyways. But I think that communication on the defense end between everybody, you know, is going to help us out. You, I think you were your most aggressive in terms of grabbing balls tonight. I think that. Was that something that they were doing? Was that something that you were trying to work on in your game? I mean, I was just taking what the defense gave me. I mean, you know, uh, you know, finding ways to get open, you know, whether I'm finishing at the basket or kicking out for open threes or, you know, just collapsing and kicking out, you know, or finding an open guy. That's what I'm trying to be aggressive. So. How do you have to determine, like, when to drive or when to just swing it? I mean, it's just, you know, the right reads, you know, try to make quick decisions. Uh, don't let the ball stick in my hands, you know. I mean, I think everybody, you know, thrives off moving the ball, finding open guys, you know, nobody really cares who scores, you know, so. I mean, not really. I mean, you know, that's what I trained in offseason for. Uh, I mean, I'm going to do whatever I have to do for us to win, you know, on offense and defense and uh, guarding the best player, you know, knocking down shots, creating. I mean, just trying not to be tired, you know, and play the whole game if I can. What kind of impact do you think Son has for you guys tonight that are down the late fourth quarter? Big impact. I mean, you know, you can see it that, you know, he just wants to win. He's going to do whatever. Uh, you know, I mean, he's been really great for us, uh, you know, giving Rudy breaks and then coming in, you know, no drop offs. And then, you know, he's talking to us as well, you know, things he sees, you know, helping us out. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's been in the year for it. I mean, he's been in the league for what, 10 years. So, I mean, he's been around. Uh, I mean, he's a good dude. I mean, he, he's helping us out. We helping him out. He's he's new in the system, but you know, any way he can, he's been adjusting well. What support um, to that fourth quarter comeback? Just us being more aggressive. Uh, just basically just playing. You know, trying to trying to take what's easy for us. You know, knocking down shots, creating for everybody else. Troy O'Neal. Uh, the loss, of course, one eighteen, one fifteen. The Jazz fall to the Miami Heat. Uh, Tim, that's one of those guys. I mean, he's he's an effort guy. He's uh, on both ends of the floor. There are a handful of shots during a game that Royce O'Neal takes that I always go, that wasn't even close to the rim tonight. And there were a couple of those. And then it seemed to, you know, fall for him a little bit later. But uh, Royce is one of those guys that takes it very personally when, uh, you know, when they get scored on like they did tonight. Yeah, his his kind of role on this team is to guard the best player typically and, and slow them down. So, um, you know, when Butler has the kind of night he does, he did, and, and, and Hero's able to impact the game the way he did, it doesn't sit well with Royce. I, I think there's, you know, Royce isn't the most talented guy in the world, but you know what, where he's at. He, he wants to be out there fighting for his team. Quinn talked about the very first time he put him in a game, and, and you know, he, he, he thought he paid in instant dividends, and that hustle and team mindset is really a talent that, that Royce possesses. 
We're going to come back. We've got a final segment coming up around the corner here. We're going to hear from Donovan Mitchell, the game high 37 points. Not enough as Jazz fall 118-115 in Miami, and they're going to hit the road to Orlando. Final thoughts and our play of the game coming up next right here on uh, 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, of course, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign, real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Go share your story. Go read other stories. Go to markmillersubaru.com right now. More to go right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Going one-on-one on here again in the lane. Reverse pivot. Hit it! Oh, Donovan Mitchell! Don't do me like that! When you get a Donovan don't do me like that kind of a call from David Locke, it's pretty likely it could be at least a contender for the play of the game, and that's exactly what it is. Welcome back. It is Jazz Game Night, brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. I'm Alex Curie. He's Tim Lacombe, and uh, we got through this thing. The Jazz fall, though, to the Miami Heat for their second loss of the season. 118-115, your final is the Jazz now uh, get on the bus and then get on the plane. Do you take a plane from Miami to Orlando? I don't know. I Orlando? said plane earlier, and, and then I thought maybe that it was It is. Dumb. It's like, well, listen. It it's seems a, like it's a way. It's a short jump on the plane. It's yeah. a long drive. It's right. not one you want to put the no, players you're not putting... Especially when they're tipping off tomorrow. At like what? Four, it's a 4 p.m. time here. It's a 3 o'clock pregame, so it's a short night for them. I would Junior college, you bus. <laughs> Probably <laughs> low, <A>. low level <laughs> D one bus, triple A maybe, probably. But yeah, get a booster sure to bussing. float it. Yeah. You know, mid major might work. And then obviously the other guys just get dropped in a golden parachute. Well, Donovan had a quite a night. Thirty seven points uh, in that play. Of the game brought to you by Larry H Miller Dealerships for service, sales, and selection. Go to lhmauto.com. Driven by you. And uh, let's jump out to Donovan Mitchell, his comments from the podium. He got right after the bat saying how difficult of the challenge they knew that this Miami Heat team was going to be. You know, I think we, we kind of knew what it was going into it. You know, it's, it's similar. Like you said, we, we've had six games in the playoffs through it. We've played through it. But we just got to be able to execute, you know, while they're being physical and not, you know, wait to get down, you know, then to start, you know, picking it up. So um, that's just the point of emphasis, you know, after tonight, you know, just understanding that. You know, we play like we played the last seven minutes, like throughout the whole game. You know, we're a pretty hard team to beat. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's that's the biggest thing for us, just being able to do that throughout full 48. And, you know, we knew what was going to happen. We knew it was coming. So we just got to be able to be locked and ready for from the start on both ends. I think with a game like that, you know, talent, you know, on both teams goes out the window. It's all about little things. You know, I think you cancel all that out. It's all about the little things. And. We've had games where we, we've done that tonight. We didn't necessarily do that. They did a better job of it. So we just got to bounce back and, and, and do it against Orlando. Right. right. You know, I, I think the biggest thing is like, you know, we were able to do it when it counted, you know, so how do we do it for 48 minutes? You know, when we're, we're, we're hitting shots, when, you know, we're coming back from the lead, you know, um, I think that's the biggest thing is just being able to continuously do it because it's there. We all saw it. It's there for us. And now it's how do we, you know, go out there and do it every possession. You know, myself, I knew Jimmy Butler was going to leak out, you know, being able to know that and stay there instead of just having them get underneath out of bounds and changing it, like stuff like that. You know, um, Martin got a layup. Like there's so many different things you can you can look at as far as what we've looked at and said, you know what, we, we got to be able to do this. And we did it at the end of the game. So we just got to stay locked in and do it for the full 48. Like that fast that you yeah, um, I didn't see Jimmy on my side, so I I, I like that shot. I like going that way. Um, thought I got fouled. You know, I did, thought I couldn't land, but, you know, didn't go in. Um, so, yeah. Um, how challenging is it trying to defend Bam when he's 
spacing of the elbow when he does the pass to drive ability. He sucks. Um, no, he's he's a he's a threat. You know, he's able to score it. He's able to to pass it. And I think the biggest thing with him, uh, since I've known him uh, since high school, he's been willing to get others involved, create. You know, he's I tell him to shoot threes. He don't listen to me. Uh, so I think the biggest thing is like he's able to those handoffs. You see, you got to respect it. He's he's strong and he's he's wide, so he's able to get those handoffs. You got a threat like Duncan, Tyler, Kyle coming off, and then he's rolling. He's athletic, so he's able to make so many different plays. You can dribble off the bounce. And he's starting to shoot the elbow jump shot more, which you got to respect, and it's it creates confusion. So um, he's improved it. I've seen him work on it, you know, throughout the summer. So he's definitely improved each year, and it's tough when you have to do that. But you know, we we he's 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 put the work in to get to this point. So credit to him. Yeah, he, you know, he has a mode and he's been in that mode really since mid to late last year, you know, not to say he hasn't been great you know outside of that but he has that mode and you know i think and i don't i don't he doesn't tell me this but i'm going to say i think you know him not making all defensive team you know stands up like i think he should have made it you know he i think we have two all defensive players on this team and you know he's a guy who wants to go out and prove it every night you know at the end of the day yeah jimmy had 27 but you know royce made him work you know jimmy's a great player you know he he's he's communicating he's doing all the little things that i was just speaking about you know um you know tonight he had 15 and, and hit some shots, but you know, it's a lot of the, what he's been doing for us, his whole career since we've been there together is the things that you don't necessarily see. And I think that's, that's plays against him in those awards, in my opinion. And I, I think he, he's a guy that comes into work every day. He's continuously put in the work and doing the things that's needed. We train together all summer. Um, so like I see it on a daily basis, he puts the time in and you know, you see games like this and you're like, you're, you're right. Like, man, we, we came a long way from not being in the rotation at all to, Signing the deal, undrafted, and now you know, hopefully get another one. You know what I mean? So he's 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 put the time in and put the work in, and you know, games like this show what he what he can do for us. And even when he doesn't have a game where he shoots it this well, but he's playing his butt. He had, damn, he had six steals. Like you know what I mean? Like just being everywhere defensively, um, and that was a big point throughout the playoffs last year. Was how we were able to defend, and he's he's taken upon himself to be the vocal leader. I have as well, but he's he's out yelled me <laughs> throughout the game. So that's a credit to him. Elevate his game on matchups like this. Yeah, I, I think it's when you when you look at games like this, he's like, man, this is this is you know, it's personal, you know, and you see it, you know, and I, there's going to be a game like this, you know, throughout his throughout the season. But you know, it's definitely the same way on the other side. Like you know, Jimmy's over there, like you know, we got a tough defender in Royce. You know, I I got to go against whoever defensively. You know, we think about it. You know, and you got to make a statement. You know, and I think he did tonight. Um, and I think the fact that you guys are asking questions means you guys are starting to see and people are starting to see. And I think that's that's something for him that, you know, he doesn't get discouraged. The fact that he doesn't, I personally feel he doesn't get the rec recognition he deserves. He continues to say, OK, I've been overlooked my whole career and I'm going to continue to work hard and put my head down and, and do the nitty gritty. And he's 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 showing it. In the passing days like this, where you'll replace his moments. Right. Are there any, this one of those nights where you feel like I mean, yeah, they, they shot well. I think a lot of my, just from the game, a lot of it would be there's certain times in the game where I feel like I could have kept attacking the basket. 
you know, there's certain possessions I had zero rebounds. Like, that's not like me. You know, seven assists is great. 37 is cool, but I had zero rebounds. Um, I think there are times where it's just like, you know, you look at the things that show up in the statue in a game like this because, you know, I'm going to go back and watch the film and I'll probably find like 10 to 15 things, you know what I mean? So um, being able to impact the glass, you know, and understanding that they're a team, like Kyle Lowry had 12. Damn. And 12, you know what I mean? Like I can box them out. I can find ways to get hits, get guys off the glass, make it easier for our bigs, make it easier for our other guards to come in. Um, so that's really what first stands out for me. Um, there's certain possessions where I took certain shots that I feel like, you know, could have got a better look. There's one in the corner on Jimmy Butler who I missed. I can get in the paint, find guys, you know, just because I have it rolling doesn't mean I can, you know, do certain things. And, you know, I'll look back at it and we'll continue to move forward. Donovan Mitchell, his final thoughts from uh, Miami and the loss, 118-115. The Jazz fall 7-2 now. Uh, the Miami Heat, also one of the better teams in the league, also 7-2. Uh, Tim Lacombe, final thoughts here on that uh, on that Jazz win and then moving forward to Orlando tomorrow on a Sunday tip on a back-to-back. Well, I, I think that the things you point out tonight, there were certain things the Jazz did well, and I, and I like the way they competed. I mentioned this a couple times, but – uh, when a team is down like that, you know, you kind of have a choice. You can finish it uh, and really compete, or you can kind of roll over. And I, I have not seen the Jazz roll over this year. Um, tonight, they, you know, they they got beat a, a myriad of different ways. I think part of it was good fortune on the Heat part, the way they shot the ball, particularly contested twos. But there were certainly things the Jazz can get better at, transition defense being one of them. Uh, certainly felt like this would be, a two and one type of week um, with the way it was, it laid out. So the jazz can continue, you know, can still finish two to one with a win tomorrow in Orlando. And it'll be a, a quick opportunity to bounce back and then get home. All right. That's going to do it for us here. Uh, we're going to wrap things up here on our jazz game night post game brought to you by Mark Miller, Subaru featuring the, my Subaru is campaign. One more time. If you haven't been able to share your story or you want to read other stories uh, there, the My Subaru Is campaign, you can go check it out at markmillersubaru.com. You can also share yours at mysubaruis.com. For the coach, Tim Lacombe, I'm Alex Keery. Uh, Many thanks. Jeff pushing all the buttons tonight. You'll get the call tomorrow uh, from David Locke and Ron Boone. Pre-game starts on the Jazz Radio Network at 3 o'clock. Tim Lacombe, Ben Anderson filling in for Jake Scott. Until then, we'll see you then, everybody.